Episode 2 Knowing the Self In which We don't I wish I could talk to my younger selves Sometimes The people They were Might help me find Who I am now What would we do if we found ourselves in a Christmas carol. There it would stand, the youngest, scraped and bruised from play, pop music in its ears, too young to know the difference those glowing cat eyes make it. Others hate it, scrambling behind them, full of fear and hope, escaping already into the daydreams and yellowed pages It has not learned how to hate yet, and to be hated, so it doesn't feel the way the daggers they send dig into its back, and it escapes from them, all still. I'm already cracking at the edges then, but I don't notice it in the glow of its halo that obscures what is to come. Its curled tail behind, betraying the fear behind those eyes. The peace before then. It knows the peace too well. And now it is rocketed, as I was then, into the anxiety the pain, the depression, the masking, oh, the masking, and there's more still to come than that. But for now, it runs wild through the undergrowth, the way I wish I still could. The second stands behind in the distance, tear falls from my eye as he approaches. Since the first, he has learned how to be hated and how to hate. The fear is now a companion that protects him from the dangers that befell others, but he is too broken, though not by the soft heat of the priest's hands. I was not one of them. I, as much as I pity myself, they had it worse, far worse. His his own mind revolts. If you look hard enough, you can see it spill from his cracked skull. A boy of only 13, he flew too close to the sun, and now his skin bubbles with it flesh tender and falling off the bone. A wing, like wax dripping, is outstretched from his back in some feeble attempt to reach the divinity that he was taught to fear. He was promised something when he died. They made him look forward to it in more ways than one. He laughs through his sharpened teeth, his tongue now encrusted in silver, 
crackles as it cuts through the air. He's had time to read, to learn, to break those who broke him. Or so he wishes. The halo floating above is torn from his head, and he holds it smashed in two. Not by his own choice. Now, though, it is a sickle. He is thirsting for revenge. Rebellion. A new age Lucifer. The sickle cuts into his hand, pooling blood. He licks it away, tongue cutting further. I stand before both of them, the conclusion of their journey. I peel back my mask until I get to flesh and continue peeling myself like an onion until there is nothing left. Here, below the final person suit, we see the truth. The yoke of me spills across the ground. Dying grass, a reminder of our short-lived time in this world. Deep within me, it is but ash and sand. There is nothing left now, under the shell, but darkness. I am not the end of the journey, or so I hope. I hope desperately that I can cling on. But for what? I smile with what is left of my mouth. My body aches, and so does my soul. I laugh at the boy with his cringing repression, and I cry for the child, knowing its innocence will be shattered. His is a wolf pup, a fox kid, young and free. The boy will become a fox out of necessity. He hid to he lied to save his skin. He broke so that he would not be broken. I wonder how much worse he could have survived, and I ache knowing others have survived so much worse. What ego I must have to assume because the tiny pebbles thrown my way feel as bold as to me that they are. I am an awful person. I know this well. I laugh at the two. At that two. I don't even know who I am, and yet I condemn them.